We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, late night. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's good? We and we deliver second show of the day. We thank Coach Carl Reed for joining us early today. The man. Oh man, I can't believe I miss Carl Reed, man. He even going Yo, in on the recruiting lately. He told me to tell you that he's hearing nothing but great things about you. You know, because you both work for CBS Sports. Oh, really? Okay. And he Dang. was like, dude, they love him over there, dude. He was like, man, I'm super proud of Malik. So, hey, that's real awesome, man. That's good to hear, man. You know, Carl Reed always got that that inside knowledge, so you know he knows something. Hey, bro, I know you're happy to be away from Ypsilanti, though. Yo, that game, <laughs> you know, you know when I, when I saw it going to overtime, I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. You know, it's you know that's why I think I've grown to like the Mac more, because on a Tuesday night, nobody <laughs> in the stadium, cold is cold as all get out. Them boys in there playing hard. <laughs> it was like one time it was it was a a series of three. It was like three plays in a row. Three mm-hmm. Akron defenders went out on friendly fire, just just nasty hits on each other, just from. <laughs> I'm like, this is Tuesday night. Oh, I wish we had some of that energy on Saturdays. <laughs> I feel bad because at some point during the game, man, you guys had to feel, and I was like, "This is a, this is tough. Hey. <laughs> this is tough." Hey, you know, I was like, "This is tough." <laughs> you trying to you like you reaching for any and everything to talk about? You like, oh my goodness, man, favorite math subject. It was almost like I felt your, your 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 guy, the play-by-play guy, just looking at you like, man, you got anything? You got a story or something? You know, it was it was tough. Yeah, Chick Chick Hernandez is great though. He's great to work with. He does a lot of the Washington Commanders work. So, uh, I mean, it was just great the whole time. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Man, Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. I was like, oh, my boy. I was like, I know he's flying out of there early tomorrow. I was like, that's got to be a 6 a.m. flight. <laughs> Getting out of Ipsy, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. And the entire map was playing last night. Northern Illinois. Play. I'm like, dude, what? Like the well, they is- all went to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So when they went to Tuesday, Wednesday, it just kind of it made football literally every day of the week. Yeah. You know, you wanted to check it out, you can check it out every day of the week. So, you know, calling the Mac is cool because you really see some players shine. It's so funny, bro, because I was just literally like hours back. Edwin James has a podcast that he just What's wants. it called? It is called uh Create the Life podcast. Create the Life. And his first guest was uh, Warren Sapp. <laughs> this cat, Warren Sapp, dude, he was talking about Mario Cristobal and the U like they were just straight trash, bro. Well, isn't he and trying I'm, to get back into coaching? I don't know. But I was like, yo, I'm like, Sapp. Like, you're not helping things out, bro. Like, you're not helping things out. Like, relax. And Ed just like, man, be cool. And he's like, man, look, I've been to the practices. These dudes don't put in no work. But he said something that's very interesting. He said, man, the worst thing about NIL is that it diminishes the hunger for a lot of cats. He was like, man, can you imagine making six figures and being in Coral Gables, Florida? He was like, man, come on, man. He's like, ain't no way you got the same hunger the the teams in the past after you. He told a story, too, that was very interesting. I never knew he was a tight end his first year at uh, Miami. 250-pound tight end. And uh, coaches came in him seven games into the season and said, hey, bro, 
we need to we need to switch you over the defensive line yeah yeah and i was like yo that's that's crazy bro that's crazy he said he left he graduated from high school and was 225. got to got to miami put on 30 pounds and that's interesting how you put on that much weight uh in miami yeah, you know, you would think you would be they losing sweating it out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I said, was down. Wait, there. wait. He said, "Dude, he said I cried." He said, "Cause the first game they went on the road to play Arkansas, dude." And he was like, "I watched the bus pull off," and he was like, "Man, I ain't never been left behind." Cause you didn't make the road roster, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he "Man, I was." Work. He's like, man, I was in tears. Like, what is going on? Like, what am I supposed to do this weekend? <laughs> and that's an underrated story to tell is what the red shirt freshmen do uh, while they can't travel. And mm -hmm. you hear all type of crazy stories because you really feel like you were student for real. Like, nobody's there. So you got to get creative on what you do with your boys that stay back with you. But you grow closer together, which is always an interesting thing. Yo, it's always. That your boy CFB Nation presented by Twisted T. Yeah. There's that harmony. Boy, I told yeah. Coach Reed, I'm like, I'm by myself. So <laughs> um, we don't have that harmony. Yeah, it sounds better when we put it together for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go to MalikZaire.com also for that Anora whiskey. And for all your travel needs, if you need to book a flight or a hotel, vacation package, MalikZaire.com. Left? With the best. I got this show is all about you, bro. <laughs> Here we go. I got something for you. First of all, I'm going to start off with, before we get to the videos, I want to go to Jared Parker, offensive coordinator. I wonder what asked, he's got to say. He was asking, he was, you know, before they come down, and the TV crews record the interviews. They sit with the beat reporters upstairs. So he was with the beat reporters, and he was asked about the lack of play-action passes against Clemson. Yes, a very valid question. Okay. I want to give you the exact quote. I don't want to misquote him, because I, I could give you, you know, you gotta. You, whenever you say that, you know it's real serious. <laughs> I could give you. It's probably so, so, uh, so off that you don't want to put the wrong words in his mouth. No, it's really not off. It's just uh, off putting. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I can't find the quote, man. So let me just go ahead and paraphrase it. His answer was Clemson was mainly a man-to-man -man team. And man-to-man, -man, our discipline is really doesn't benefit you to play action when teams are man-to-man. -man. Interesting. Interesting. I've never heard that before. <laughs> just like just like I never heard a head coach talk about field position the way that Marcus Freeman does. <laughs> and, you know, I, in theory, I get it. 
But at the same time, I don't get it because what play action does also is give you a clear picture for your one-on-ones outside, even if it was man. The play action gets the safeties involved. So, yeah, man-to-man with no help over top, I like my chances. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you're giving yourself a pseudo-protection, pseudo-seven, six-man protection, so you can push the ball down the field because that's what play action is about. So the question should have been, why didn't you try to push the ball down the field more? Because that's what play action would give you. We only did the first half of it, and that was play, and played around too much. At one point, just like Ohio State, them safeties was low. Mm-hmm. So the play action would have worked perfectly to be able to hit Tobias, who was running by the man-to-man, on occasions, after occasions, to get the look that he wanted. I think a lot about Oklahoma when Chris Brown got that big play action post. And that changed the game. What was that, 2012? But play action is perfect because it gives Sam a chance to get his eyes down the field as well. Yeah. It's not a progression where he's got to be like, oh, let me low to high or short to deep or a curl or something. No, no, no. He's looking to push it as far as he can down the field because he knows because of the way we've ran the football, them safeties are not in the picture. So you got a guy that's running full speed, one-on-one down the field. That's the matchup, and that's why we brought Sam to begin with. What do you think North Carolina State was doing so much? You tell me that defense was better? We was play action left and right, and we had 45 points. Isn't that crazy? I'm talking about the play actions was getting so silly at one point. We was just catching stuff like, oh, yeah, this is this pitch and catch. Nobody's even around the tight ends. Walking in the end zone. Hell, Eastern Michigan did a play action to win the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and you're on the goal line. So, yeah, that's man, too. But guess what? When you run so much, you get fooled. And an eye discipline gets real lazy. So, if anything, Jerry Parker, you're giving them way too much credit. Deception is part of play action. So, yeah, it's man. But when you running it and running it, them corners going to start peeking inside for run support. And then, boop. So I don't know if you just thought they were the greatest corners or man players in the world where you just didn't even take a chance because you just knew they were just 100% looking. You know what I mean? Like you give them too much credit, especially when you didn't attempt it. So to explain why from a, a, a basic defensive explanation, oh, yeah, they man eyes, so it doesn't help. That's not good enough because, one, you're the offense coordinator. You study all week knowing they play, man. Mm-hmm. Play action is part of the game. Play action is part of the offense. It should be. For uh, as heavy set run, we <laughs> all the 12 personnel we be putting out there. It's just the complement to it because you're not going to run a bunch of pro, uh, pass progressions out of 12-man personnel. I don't want my two tight ends running a bunch of routes. But when you put that play action in, now they get that one-on-one down the field. 
I mean, that's all I would set it up for, just like baseball. Baseball is – they fix that rule, too. You can't uh, shield the one side or mm-hmm. whatever. But guys are going for home runs and outs. That's it. That's how all of it should be. It's not, more, it's not anymore just straight hitters because that's not sexy. And for our offense to be sexy, we do the ugly people work, but we're not doing the other side of lighting it up down the field. We're not shooting for home runs. So if we were a baseball team, we're getting a bunch of first and second base. The outfielders are saying, come in. Because mm-hmm. they ain't hitting it 450. We ain't even going, we're not even looking for 450. We trying to hit the sides, you know, hit the, hit the crowd. We're trying to lay, we're like trying to lay down bunts. Right side, you know what I mean? We're trying to just take the easy way out. But it just speaks to also the inexperience from a Jared Parker, because I don't think any offensive coordinator would point out that they was running something that we couldn't, we just wouldn't do anything against. Not couldn't, wouldn't do anything against. We just yeah. took our automatic, oh, yeah, they playing man. Let's not even, let's just erase it off the board. That doesn't instill a lot of confidence to Tobias, which probably he stopped looking once he found out. He probably realized, oh, they're playing man. Oh, Sam's not going to throw it. And and I would assume that because Jerry Parker just told you, oh, yeah, when they play a man, we, we running the ball. It doesn't benefit us to. Throw it deep. So Tobias must have heard that at halftime was like, oh, yeah, let me take my – let me unstrap my pads a little bit, man. Let me get comfortable. <laughs> it all makes sense. And then you got Marcus Freeman talking about field position. I can only imagine what that halftime speech was about now. What was the halftime speech about Marcus Freeman? Field position? I hope he wasn't preaching no field position in that halftime speech. And I hope Jerry Parker wasn't making adjustments saying, all right, we're going to scratch out any play action going into the second half because they playing man. And Sam not being a dude probably didn't say nothing in the in the, in the in the adjustments. He's probably like, all right, let's go out there and, and go do it. So it explains a lot, but it's not, it's not what I'm trying to hear or want to hear from a coordinator that I feel like he – started hot just like a lot of players start hot through the season and they get progressively worse as the season goes on because they not having attention to detail week to week it's hard i mean yeah. hell, in week 10 i know dudes is kind of getting to the end of being tapped out for the year you you got to be on practice like what 50 60 right now probably more than that so, guys, it's taxed, but this is where greatness comes in. The only quote I ever loved from Brian Kelly was that pretenders are in October and contenders are in November. Hmm. And you got to get greater as the season gets later. And for us on the offensive side, we have seemed to run out of ideas. That's what it honestly seems like. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Lucky Lucky Podcast. It's time to change the tenor. As uh, I present to Malik what I told him I was going to present. And uh, yo. This is Sean Civiliano Jr., 330-pound defense tackle commit, 2024. Yeah, I'll just play the clip. Yeah, it's that 330. You are are enrolling early, though, right? You are a a January enrollee. What is is your goals, man, as far as maybe that first (laughs) – couple months there the spring ball what what do you want to get across to the notre dame coaches and all the spectators as far as like what you can bring to the to the uh to the team mm-hmm. uh so i've i've said this before on different interviews or articles that i've been a part of i'm the biggest go-getter out there and i'm going to make a statement just making it and being on campus isn't enough for me uh my goal by the end of my time as a football player is to be the best to ever play the game. So I'm, I'm here to come take somebody's spot. I'm here, I'm here to come start as soon as I can. That's it. And he just said, and I'm going to stay 330, maybe get a little bit bigger. I ain't going to get below that 300 mark. That did not, I would have been like, yeah, sign, seal, deliver. Sign, seal, deliver. And to have the confidence of a player like, cause you know, I don't know if it's Notre Dame recruits specifically to this or we just or kids in general are just way too humble. Nobody wanna hear that. Oh, I just wanna go to the team and and be a team player, like Yeah, that's all good and well. But when you get your opportunity to talk your ish, <laughs> talk your ish. Because the ones that talk it usually believe it. The ones that got to hit you with the, oh, the humble pie, I'm just trying to get better each day, not good enough. Because we got a bunch of guys like that. It, probably all the guys in the receiver room are like that. Oh, I'm just trying to work hard. And as soon as he said, I'm trying to take somebody's spot first day, that should put everybody on notice. That, hey, even it's just the word of mouth. We'll see if when he gets there. But anybody talking like that before he gets there and he don't even know what he's getting into knows that he got something that they ain't got in that room. I'll tell you that. We don't got nobody talking like that. Now, I'm sure he'll he'd get adjusted and, and, you know, all of that. But going in, first couple practices, I'm sure he'll make some headway, make some people be like, oh, we, 
We got us one. So I, I just, man, man, thank goodness. And the measurables are where they're supposed to be. It's a good find. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Doesn't hurt that that 330 film breakdown that Malik gave and loved the push, how he pushes the pocket. Haven't seen that in a while. Haven't seen that in a while. Not the, not the straight arm, one yes. arm, just push you back. Yeah, yeah, I ain't seen that. I oh. see a bunch of swim moves and and, and, and stunts and none of yeah. that. I want that just straight bull rush. Give me just one arm, put, push the pocket. Yeah, you pocket know, push. left Notre Dame players are all about 40 for 40, man. Right? Sean Civiliano? <laughs> Honestly, I could say so many different places that it comes from, but I think the big thing is my love for this game is probably the biggest thing. There's nothing I want to do other than play football in my life. I've never thought about working a nine to five job. I've never thought about being a teacher or being a fireman or whatever, whatever it might be. There's nothing I've ever wanted to do, but play football. And, and then also part of that is probably the mentality my parents instilled in me since I was a kid. It's like, if, uh, if somebody's in your way and trying to stop you from their goal, you better punch them in the face and get by them. As, that's all it is to it. And to me, it's become this game is killer be killed. So, yes, they call well, me a killer, I guess. Call me a killer, I guess. He talking spicy. He's saying all the right things. So we'll see. But hey, it is refreshing to hear that. I hope he understands, though, that your ass still got to go to class. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and nobody's going to save you from it. <laughs> Only way you get saved from that, man, you're going to have to be, shoot. That sack record going to have to get broken. You have to be that dude. I mean, you gonna have to be the dude. It's like, yeah, you gonna be you. You, you can be good. Your ass gotta go to class. You gotta be <laughs> that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, oh, hey, did, 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 did somebody ever come get you, dude? Because you missed the class. Man, listen, you just don't even. That's not even like. <laughs> not even like something you play around with. To be honest with you. <laughs> And the ones that and the ones that didn't go or somehow got out of it, you knew who it was and you didn't say nothing, man. What you? Hey, man. Let me tell you something. The big these Big Ten schools. Man, I heard I was over there by Michigan. They was like, man, them kids. Man, bro. Who too me big? Bro. Let me tell you something, bro. <laughs> too big to chase them kids. <laughs> Players at U of I. Players at U of M. Yeah. Man, man, what? They not leaving the luxury apartment. I just put it like that. You could ask half the players on the team, have they even been around campus outside their recruiting trip? Most of them will say no. <laughs> so I hope you don't think it's like that because it's going to be tough sledding because Marcus Freeman, he can't save you. You know, sometimes, you know, you think your coach, he your, your boy, he's going to look out. Mm-hmm. But on this Marcus Freeman can't okay. say. Uh, he ain't got nothing to say, huh? Nothing to say. Look at again. Let's see. That cat, Coach Freeman, can't say. No, hey, you gonna be like, Coach, what's up? Like, he gonna be like, bro, you better go. 
Because <laughs> if he get that phone call, he can't. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yo. Oh man. But if we can help him get it through, it's gonna be all good. Coach Freeman. Yo, what took place during the bye? Fourth quarterback um, on scholarship. Who, who that is, is is still to be determined. How we get to that fourth scholarship quarterback is still to be determined. Um, we'll look in the portal. We'll look in uh, when the portal opens. We'll look at um, different ways to, to fill that fourth quarterback scholarship. Um, but, yeah, we, we do want to be uh, in a position to have four quarterbacks on scholarship. Uh, other question about bye week, right, is the – you know, I think – each phase of our team focused on different things. Um, offensively, you know, I've challenged them the ability to, we have to find ways to get the ball into the hands of our playmakers, right? And we got to continue to be creative in how we do that. Um, you know, we also in the pass game have to be able to take some of the easy throws that defenses give us and not always look for that home run, um, you know, or the, the contested ball. Let's let's take what defenses are giving us. and and. The ability to, you know, I thought we we established the run game really well early in the game, but, you know, they made some adjustments and, and we got to be able to really block um, different stunts, different, um, you know, pressures and movements by the defense uh, and still have success, like sustain our blocks longer. And we got to be able to do that offensively. Um, and we, they know it. We, we can't be status quo. We, we, we got to we got to have a better performance on Saturday. And we know that. And they all want that. And, and, and it's one thing to want something. It's another to do it. And so we have to put the work in to get the performance we want. Defensively, um, you know, a continuous emphasis on tackling. We've got to continue to tackle, tackle at a high level. Um, you know, we, we play a lot of man coverage. And, and I told him, like, the leverage in man coverage is details that we have to continuously work at. But as you look at Wake Forest, they present a different challenge for us. So defensively, um, they spent a lot of time this past week of, of really doing scout work against some of the unique things you'll see um, versus a Wake Forest offense. And then special teams, the emphasis this week was on our punt game and that we have to, you know, it starts with the punt and the hang time. Um, we got to improve that. And, and then we got to improve our coverage. We got to be better in our coverage lanes of, of punt coverage. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, punt return decision making and, and the fundamentals of that. And as I told Tyree, you know, I have the utmost confidence in him. And But there was something that happened on that punt that was the cause of the result of muffing it. And we got to make sure um, that we attack that in practice so that it doesn't happen um, in the future. Is this week one or week 10? Is this week one or week 10? Because, Marcus Freeman, we've been saying since before week one that coming out of camp, you need to have your go-to guys. Have we not been saying that? Have we not been saying that this whole committee thing is great and all, playing five, ten running backs at a time is cool? But when it comes down to it, you're going to have to find that one dude and we in week 10 talking about we need to find ways to get it to the playmakers. Huh? Huh? Then he said we need to take what the defense gives us, not look for the home run shot. I wish no, we would look no, for no, the home no, run wait, shot. Wait, 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 wait. I took that as a shot at 10. That's what I took. 
Yeah. He was like, take take what the defense gives us and stop yeah, throwing yeah, the 50-50 yeah, balls. Part. He was taking a shot at 10 in his decision-making. Like, look, man, it's open people. There are yeah. people open. People open. He said, when and, people downfield open, you got to throw it. <laughs> yes. And we said that left. I sent you three steal shots. Did I not? After the Ohio State game of wide open receivers in videos like this. Yeah. Dude is wide open. Like, what is Sam looking at? It's been like that. Like, everybody's talking about offensive line, wide receivers, dude. Dudes have been open. My man is just making, he's just making bad decisions. I, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's because it Sam is not that dude, man. And I think, you know, when you think about his footwork, I've talked about it before. The sense of urgency in his footwork don't allow him to even get downfield without being able to be late. And you know he doesn't have a strong arm. So if anything, what Tommy was good at was anticipating throws, meaning that if he knew he couldn't get it 50 yards, he's going to let it go as soon as he can. Sam's just walking back in the backfield. No chance when you don't have a strong arm to be on time to hit a guy like Tobias who's 30, 40 yards down the field and you're at the top of your drop. If you do the trajectory and geometry and math and all of that, that's a 60-yard throw that you're yeah. late on. So, yeah, 10 is very responsible for the lack of what we know we've been waiting for all year. And it's only more apparent because we brought him in to do the same thing that we couldn't do with the last year's 10. I mean, it's like we got the same guy, just a different haircut <laughs> and a beard. One had a beard, one had a, a naked face. But they play the same. Yeah, yeah. Lucky Lefty Podcast, and we come back, amen, more from Marcus Freeman. He actually talks about taking those shots left and old LeVar Arrington. What are you talking about, my man? We out here copping, please. Copping, please, man. For James Franklin? We'll get to I it. I wonder what yeah. James Franklin got it got up his sleeve over at Penn State because they man. just they support this guy and he just continues continues to disappoint. Oh boy. Late night, Lucky Lucky Podcast. We'll be right back. <laughs> 